0: welcome to this and that podcast your weekly unscripted uncensored and unboxed lessons from the major events around the globe here is your host daniel Oladaja.
1: top of the day to you welcome to another interesting episode of this and that podcast with daniel Oladaja. Today, yes, today for the very first time, after chasing this nigga around for like um, (sighs) half of a century, finally getting to do this, and he's um, no other person than the first guest on the show. Drum rolls, yes, ladies and gentlemen. My guest on the show today is a big headed fellow. uh, (laughs) You are not allowed to say a word.
0: His Uh, name (laughs)
1: is. The one and only Abiodun Salako. I'd like him to. add would like him to introduce himself.
0: Abiodun, how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, really glad to be here. Um, I've been following your work for some time, and uh, really uh informative and uh, enlightening pieces out there. So, good stuff you're doing. You
1: know. Yeah mama i made it thank you so much (laughs) yeah you would like to know that this 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 gentleman is is one of the most intelligent being on the planet trust me and um we work together we work together so i know him very very closely and i know he's a very intelligent being so today i'm here to pick his brain but then if i mean let's 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 go this way who are you by the way
0: um well first off um I'm a man who's uh, passionate about humanity, I suppose, so first of all I'm a humanist, um, um, I'm a philosopher too, uh, partly, I suppose, so um, I educate people on some, on something, so educator um, by profession, I'm a journalist, a broadcast journalist with the and uh, a newscaster. but um, by passion, uh, that is for the kind of passion I'm, I'm up inclined, so i educate people i sometimes i write copies for ad copies and you know, whatever or whatnot and all the other stuff so i think that sums it up you know it's basically who i am
1: yeah i think the first time we were in a meeting i remember back then and um, the chairman asked was it the chairman or the director asked and said who are you and what do you do i remember you said you're a mental engineer something like that or was it subconscious engineer what did you consciousness engineering that was what you said you were doing
0: oh yes that was that was the uh the, the phrase i used consciousness yeah.
1: engineering right yes you want to tell me about that
0: well, well technically speaking um i think um, um you know we are we are guided by three things uh that's um, philosophy psychology and science and um i i the person who believes that uh, most of what we see on the outside is uh, the a result of what is or what happens on the machinery of the, of the brain. Some people would say the mind, but, you know, of the of the brain. So, I, I think the concept of uh, consciousness is something that we put out there for people to see, reflect um, what we think we are. And uh, I think um, we, we have gotten to the point in, in you know, human development where um, we seem stuck and um, unable to really internalize our experiences in order to churn out some newer versions of ourselves. So everything uh, um, we, have every environment we find out ourselves in, uh, seems to be pulling us down rather than uplifting us. You know, so I call myself a consciousness engineer because I I, I, want, I, I work behind the scenes. You know, so. I, I go behind the scenes and I get the old thing sorted out and, you know, and uh, at the front of the scene, at the forefront, people see what's happening and everything, but at the back, they don't see what's happening and that's really what I do. Uh, you know, we, we, we do that uh, through uh, an internal process of psychology. We, we use NLP at times and all of the, the really methods of, uh, you know, just uh, ensuring that uh, the mind, you know, is um, properly uh, engineered for the human being to be the best of, of what he or she can do so
1: wow that's incredible i think i can i can relate to what you just narrated right now what you just explained uh, as a life coach and an nlp practitioner myself the fact is that the subconscious actually controls the conscious and uh, against what society will tell us Society pushes us to emphasize on the externals at the at the mercy or at the expense of the yeah
0: energy. the detriment yes
1: yes uh, and that that's really has gotten us into a lot of trouble and um, we were having this conversation last week uh, last week was Valentine's Day right and you know yeah, interestingly, was. I was I was in a shopping mall on Saturday morning I needed to get yogurt I just I just developed a very strange uh, longing for yogurt Tuesday I mean out of the blues. And anything like ice cream. So I walked into a store on Saturday morning, I needed to get ice cream and I was told, I wasn't even told, I had to, I saw it myself, I looked at the fridge, like there were about four of them and mm-hmm. the entire stuff was empty. And out of curiosity I was talking to the attendant, he said, like, guy, what happened here? And he was like, man, he was mad, everything is gone, we're out of stock. And Told me. I mean, it just showed me how much was spent on Friday on the whole issue of love and relationship and all of that. And coming back to you, we were talking about relationship and the whole complexity and the dynamics of male-female relationships um, and all the innuendos that surround it in the twenty-first century. So, and I, that was when I decided, okay, let's talk about this. So, let's see, what do you think about? male-female relationship in the 21st century, uh, what's your take? Where do we stand? Because from your take on mental re- consciousness re-engineering, it, it seems civilization is going towards uh, toward a, a state of dystopia right now. It seems to be moving from the stone back to the stone age or something. It's just like all of us, all of humanity is racing at a speed of light towards an inevitable dystopia. What do you think, especially when it comes to male-female relationship?
0: Uh, a very pertinent question there. Um, we stand at a very fragile um, phase in the um, evolution of um, male and female relationship. And, um, we are hoping that um, we're going to get past this without having too many body counts and too many injured uh, people on both sides of the sexes and um, before we can finally re- realize certain things that um, should not have been at the forefront but are the forefront. Uh, a lot has changed over time and I think uh, from that we are becoming shallow in what we seek and the dynamics of the male and female um, relationship. Not that we've not had certain progress, we've seen um, both sexes speaking up on certain situations. Both sexes are now, uh, um, you know, brave enough now to come out and say, this is what I want. And, you know, if you can't give me this, then I think this is over. So everyone is now really um, their own trumpeter, their own mascot, saying, this is what I want. If there's a be- meant to be a relationship, as uh, you know, as lovers or, even a trend so um everyone is is been outspoken and uh, this is very good so it's a good thing but then we're having issues with uh, certain um concept that should guide how male and female interact and most of it we could say really boils down to um the material angle of it that's really what we're seeing and it's not as if we've had really an upsurge in the in the immaterial part that is a, a strong lasting uh, effect on the immaterial part but we have we seen now that the material part is taking much more uh space at the front of it all and, and that's becoming worrisome because um uh, young men of these days are really put on the spot uh, you know especially young men who are from the middle class and the lower class are uh, put on the spot, uh, materially speaking. So they have a lot to do, they have a lot of things to meet up to, to, to a certain narrative that um, they were just born into, you know, and this narrative has been propagated for decades. Uh, so it's more or less like being born and there's a software already running. You can't change the software, you have to follow with the software
1: Yeah.
0: and, you know, and We who have the power to change the narrative are not changing the narrative, we're fine with the narrative because uh, aside from the fact that the narrative is not particularly good for us, we are happy because it gives us a certain power to um, have control over the female sex. It means once you have the material wherewithal or the means, which basically is money, once you have that uh, you can easily dominate a lady and get her to do whatever you want to do. which of course the ladies have most times not really said no to and not tried to talk against or to say oh just because you have money doesn't mean but when we are real about it we find out that once you have money as a young man or you have a nice car or you have a beautiful apartment everything together and a job uh, it's natural for a lady to want to uh, see herself um, in a being with you perhaps as a marriage companion or just as you know a partner uh, because um, um, it, it's more or less, it, it's a mating strategy. Ladies are long-term uh, in nature. They they see things that would, um, they look for the best situations, the best circumstances that that would really be advantageous to their future. So having the material part of it settled is a big plus for most ladies. Uh, of course, it's not necessarily the old thing. So it's a plus, but then it's not really a plus because wealth is, you know, it's, it's not something that is set in stone. One can be rich today and tomorrow the person might not be rich anymore. So that is one part of it. But the other part of it, the most important part is the narrative The men actually have to be the one doing most of the financial work. That we have to be the one um, stressing ourselves to do certain things that are most likely not even needed. Stressing ourselves to get certain things in place because we want to have certain power over the relationship dynamics. And once we don't have that power, you know, we feel like we're not doing enough. And and uh, we have also been the ones propagating the narrative. We see that in our music industry. Uh, all, most of our musicians, musicians of these days, really don't have anything to offer. Most of them, anyway, don't have anything much to offer than regurgitating the same old narrative. And ladies are listening to it. And then they talk about love. And they never forget you, you hear the lyrics of most songs, and they keep saying, I'll take you to Dubai. I'll buy you this watches and that watches, and buy that brand and that, you know, these shoes and those shoes. They keep hammering on the material part of it. It's just that's yeah. the most important, you know. So you, you watch the music videos, you see this kind of stuff there. So the music industry, as an entertainment uh, arm, you know, really enforces on these things, and you know, and that part is really the part that young people are in tune with. And when you listen to such music daily, you you, st- you start thinking of getting the cue that you know to take care of a lady or to get a lady or something. You need you to have that. Uh, you need to okay. be able to buy her designers and buy her this and buy her yeah. that. And if you don't buy her this and that, you're losing out. Yeah, you okay. know. You, you
1: so yes, interestingly, what you're saying uh, made me remember the quote by uh, I can't remember. It wasn't Oscar Wilde, but someone who said, uh, "Let me write the song of a nation." I don't care who writes its laws, right?
0: The the whole
1: idea uh, that these biases are subtly being sold by the media. And um, the the picture looks very grim. But how then do we... uh, Number one question, before we begin to unpack how to uh, re-engineer our consciousness and reclaim our individuality and our sanity, uh, I want to ask... Because when, when you protest against this kind of endemic or uh, perpetrated narratives, you're made to sound like uh, a loser. Uh, what what do you think? Isn't this the whole... You, you're made to sound like you're whining, like uh, complaining is a loser's anthem.
0: Yeah, you're not a man.
1: That you're not a man enough and that's why... You're, you're not man enough to, you.
0: to your responsibility.
1: Exactly. So what do you say to that?
0: Well, you see... I would not say we are not being a man, now those people who propagate this narrative have been those or are those who have the means and will most likely have the means always, but I'm not what considering those if
1: you don't have the means? Um, like You know there's a song then that says, I like you double your hustle or something like that Yes but Then they come at you with such kind of songs and how do you defend yourself? Because it, it definitely makes you... I've had a lady who, who told me, um, we were having a conversation, and she was like, if I ask a guy to get me something and he cannot get it, I tell him, I'll like, you double your hustle.
0: mean, how do you deal with that? Well, you see, dealing with that is an easy thing, uh, which is why it calls for understanding on you know both parts of the partners, that she knows that he's at this stage where this is what he's going to do. And knowing that this is what he can afford, she has to work with that, um, that line of, this is what I can afford, I can afford to buy you this kind of thing, but not this kind of thing, because I don't have the means it. doesn't mean I won't have the means. So once you understand his financial means, she knows how to key into what she wants, and you know, just the important things and not the, the, not the want, but the need. So the leaders, the ones that are most important at that time until then, to get to the stage where they can provide for the want. For them, it becomes tricky because the major question we should be asking is if we are in a relationship, we're not married yet, so why should I be taking up most of the responsibility? Why should I be the one trying to buy all of these watches, all of these shoes? It, it, it seems like we are missing out on the, the function of the marriage and then the function of their the relationship. Look Yeah, it gave. God gave according to his capacity. God, yes. now, and God's capacity is, you know, infinite. But we are human beings. We are finance capacity. So you give according to what you have. You can't, you can't give according to what you don't have. So we have to go realistic if i have a, 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 a cup of tea i can only give you half cup or decide to give you the whole cup of tea i can't give you two cups you so we have to come into reality so this is what i have to offer at this point and this is what you have to do at this point and then i offer it to you and you offer it to you and you know there's, there's a, a kind of synergy between what we are offering and, yeah, but that's not the case that's what you
1: know, it is uh, now this is a very radical i've how do we make this kind of talk you I think I'm to have So, for those who are already caught so that soon can will to you Uh to me I feel this is But yeah,
0: well, how do we help do some really help? Okay, I, I think the, uh, what we need to do is talk about purpose. Everything has a purpose, everything we do has a purpose. Every relationship you want to grow has a purpose. So that purpose will determine the dynamics of that relationship. Now what's happening today is the relationships are old relationships are built upon life, they're built upon materiality, they're not built on, upon depth, they're not built upon foundation, they're not built upon blocking you know, principles. They are built upon the fact that I can take care of you, which of course is what most ladies want. A man that can take care of them in the long run eventually. You know, I'm not a man that doesn't have me that people to take care of their they are one, so some of they are So what we need to do is start re-engineering our purposes when we enter a relationship with somebody. What do we want with this person? Where do we see ourselves compared to this person? Who do I want to be with this person? How can this person be what I want to be or she to be in the most realistic sense? Not by manipulating the person to be what a person is not, but by understanding the person's nature and genius. So when we look at the purposes of relationships, we can now determine that materiality, why is it important not really as important as the principles of values, which are the things that we stand to the test of time. Yeah, that's all this We can't tell what people are not open to understanding, you know, people are not open to receive it. It's more or less like Jesus coming to die and everything else and telling us that this I am the way and I am the truth. But some people don't see him as the way or as the truth. The truth is always there. It's our choice. It's or not. We have to take ourselves back on the narrative. We have to think. We have to reason. And the truth is, sooner we are able to do that, the better for all of us. And the males and females in this country must now realise that they have to sit down specifically and think about what they want relationships to stand for both of them.
1: How true. the of the How good.
0: Ascent. If you're doing something or you are with a certain narrative that is not really to be transcendent, then so that narrative is wrong. When you're doing a kind of narrative that keeps me kind of like the list of criticism. and it's like an obligation, not something that you just do. want to do on a, a, a normal day. Something that just wake up and your feet, something you like, you love, something you fill your heart with. It becomes so a public law, a natural exactly. You have to look at the energy of the narrative you're in. You have to look at this from a certain way where you have to put yourself in it. If this is your narrative, if this is the same narrative my kids are going to be born into, is this narrative helping or it must help When you look around you, you see that the narrative is not really helping much. in January now Well we you know we can't we can't ask for that ask for that. I've not I've not come across that new speech yet but I can't really say because there are certain reasons for a divorce and we cannot factor the variables right now. We don't know if the a higher percentage of materiality being the cause, or the higher percentage of other things like cheating and other variables. So we can't stay for that on that level. We could we could assume, but i would not like what they're saying right now, so we can't really say who are the housing people in the country right now or in Abuja. But I, I can say that in some cases it is, it is highly likely that because they got into the house for the wrong on purpose. We have four people judging. when you build the house for four people,
1: it's not problems life. That might sound judgmental, but it looks like uh, we really need to.
0: Yes, we, we can't. We can't to the beginning because beginnings go a long way in determining the thrust of the relationship, determining the high and lows. Because once once the foundation is quite strong, I think whatever we end up facing, we can come out of it in one piece, even though we'll be in peace people because we fit ourselves together because we know where this peace belongs. We're just confused that when we are broken we don't know what we do. We do not have an image at the beginning. So we need to have an image at the beginning. And if you look at the Bible, there's a place where God said let us make man in our image. You get me? There was an image already on ground. So that was, that, was, that was the picture. No, but now, when you look at relationships, these relationships depend on that there's really no picture, and because there's no picture, uh, you just go into something, and when, when you're in pieces, you don't know how to how to make sense of the pieces because you never had an image before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have picture,
1: to just detach yourself from society and behold be how you are you are one of those one of the few people who can can hold your head and above This is what I do. This what are the few things that you want to mention or things that have helped you achieve that could help people who are new? What are
0: it's very uh, it tough really to not particularly detach but to find out certain differences in society and say, oh, this is what I don't agree with at the of as an individual, as a man of thought, as a man of ideas. These are what I don't agree with and these are what I think is advance my mind the and advanced society as the whole. So I think what we've helped a little bit over the years is I think that most people is the commitment to thinking, the commitment to philosophy like that commitment to understanding why you act the way you act, understand that certain things are not really as important as society claims they are. And while we also need to understand that society is meant to be ever-changing, it's meant to be forward-moving and not backward. So when you find out that over the years what you see you know, stay mold and stay mold and stay mold and stay calls upon you as an individual to think about a way forward for yourself because whatever you decide to do now as an individual eventually you have a family that's your own uh, family there's your mother your mother father your siblings and everything else and then you're going to have your own family but you're going to have a wife you're going to be a father too so you have to be strategic about what you're going to pick there's a straight line, but as a straight line, so, line there are several dots attached to you that you're gonna have an interest. So you must be careful uh, in what you think about uh, principles and guidelines and morals and virtues that you need to take off as a person, as an individual in society to ensure that these are the things that I teach to the next people who come after me. So it's, it's very important that we that we break down, we think properly. Once you think about um, society you detach yourself from everything, you find out that there's not much of yourself in anything. You find out that you're incompetent. You're like copy and paste, so you're both born and copy, and then you copy and you to a phone you and you just taking the software that way. So you get to a stage in your life, which is usually, in some cases, it would be from 15 years, 17 years old. In some some people need to be so bad that they don't wonder and they're 60, before they start thinking about everything years. Well, they're 20, they is a, still a good age, you know? 30s, 40s, 40, 40. It takes time because the man gets rigid as you age. And it's harder to change a man. Look like, at our fathers today. Look at our mothers here. They hold certain things you know? that nobody's going to do. But they hold all of these things. When you tell them something against that, they do not believe it. They don't want to do it. So as you age, exactly, it's harder. Your mind becomes more rigid. So, this is the best time for you to think. This is the best time for you to more to yourself and the way you see yourself becoming. So, what you have to do is you have to think, you have to read, and you have to internalize. Once you do all of these things, you can't really work. You glean information from everywhere. And information is not meant for you to be informed. It's meant for you to have an insight. Every information is meant to lead to an insight. So, the I leads to another eye, which is an insight, which, of course, leads to the self. Yeah. All right. Thank
1: you so much, Biodun. It's It's been incredible talking to you. Uh, what I The one thing we don't have on this show is time. You know, I, I'm hoping that one day we'll be able to stretch this show for as long as three hours, as long as one hour. You know, I see podcasts. I, I listen to podcasts sometimes, and, and some podcasts go as long as five hours. Heavy, beauty yeah. content non-stop exactly. five hours deep conversations but then our society we're just evolving we're just beginning to come to terms with um, with knowledge and expositions and all of that so it's been very very pleasant having you on the show thank you for taking your time out to share uh, your deep thoughts about the uh, whole thing love and all of that um the last episode was about three levels of friendship and it was inspired by valentine's day and then coming today to talk about love and building relationships i think it's incredible thank you so much for coming um last word
0: my last word for everybody listening to this right now is find yourself wow just find yourself that's what i'm gonna say
1: find yourself yeah i think i have a book coming i've been i've it for a while but then i'm gonna push myself to get it out before the year end, and it's about the subject of identity within the construct of society so um, of course, you are going to be you're going to be part of the team to review that. You already know, so watch out for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Abdi, thank uh, I, you for coming on the show today. Trust me, there's going to be a part two, but then it's not going to be about this. We're going to be talking about deep stuff, or identity, individuality, societal constructs, and all of those things because we need to challenge these things. We need to challenge these things. Yeah, indeed we do. We need it's to good. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'll be all doing I'll be reaching out to you later, ladies and gentlemen. Today has been fun. Today has been nice. Tomorrow is another day, and tomorrow is the next time I see you. It's been Daniel Oladoja on this and that podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great evening, morning, day, wherever it is, wherever you're listening to us. Thank you. Bye bye for now. Ade this is where we say good night. Is it nice or good morning or good evening, whatever it is, thank you for coming and be sure my brother.
0: My pleasure, my pleasure always. All right, thank you.